Hello and welcome to the Schooner Pod Gambling Preview for the 2019 college football season. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me today, we've got the usuals, Jameson Maxwell, Ty Lee, and sailing in on the salty gambling seas, got a good old Bowden Blake. So boys, welcome to the pod. Uh, and finally, the long wait's over. It's time to talk some gambling. Blake, you excited to be back? Oh, I'm totally excited to be back. All I've been doing these past few weeks, occupying the dog days of summer, just looking at the overs, the unders, the value. I've just been, I'm back into the gambling world once again, so it feels good to be back. Yeah, for sure. Well, Ty, Jameson, our that, season's uh, finally here. Yeah, I'm excited. Blake, it sounds like a healthy way to spend your summer. I'm not a delinquent, really. Where I just, that's all I do. So uh, hopefully you come out positive this year, because I know you had a bit of a rough... No! Last year? <laughs> last year! Good year. Good year for college football. College basketball was another story. I, yeah, I was flying high at the end of football season, and then lost all my money within the first month of college basketball <laughs> season, so... Yeah, I mean, just look at the weekend spread last year. Jameson was easily the worst one, so... But like, who, like won all the money? About. who won the Schooner Blogs money last year? Well, me. Bull pick him. Bull pick him. Easy. Exhibition <laughs> games. Exhibition games. That's what he picked. Yeah, those, <laughs> those, those, tosses. Those aren't real. Those aren't real. I picked Texas to be Clint. I mean, uh, Georgia. Well, it, well you, picked, you didn't pick them. You desperately had to choose them. There's a difference between picking them and strategically picking them. I, I will point out that I did not know that I was allowed to change the games. So I just posted mine and then wrote it. And, uh,. Got cheated a little bit there. How'd you get cheated? What, 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 what were you doing on your on your guest appearance there? I thought we were talking about the the bull pickem. Yeah. Oh, oh, you didn't know you could change them later. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense actually. Um, yeah. So okay, here's what we're doing. So we are going to go through and pick our predictions for the best value national champion, the uh, actual prediction for the national champion, as well as Heisman. Uh, our best over-under for every Power 5 team, as well as the team we think will be the champion. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much our, our whole kind of covers our preseason gambling preview. So let's just get it started right from the top here. Um, let's go with our overall best value national champion. Uh, Jameson, I'll give you the first shot here. All, all odds are Bavada, by the way. Um, best value is Clemson plus 225, the favorite, because they're just that good. Trevor Lawrence led them to a national championship last year as a freshman, and I don't care that their whole defense left. They got Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence. That offense is going to be on fire. They're going to fly through the ACC, and they're going to fly through the playoffs. I, when it comes down to national championship picks, you pick who you think is going to win, because everyone's going to be a somewhat of a plus rather than a minus. So Clemson's my pick. Yeah, and then I assume they're also your national championship pick as well, probably. Yes, as of now, yes. Oh, all right. Ty, your shot. Best value national champion. You can't go with the favorite because everyone's going with the favorite. So I'm going plus 650 Georgia. It's a, it's a big dark horse, but they, uh, I think they have the potential to maybe show Clemson something they haven't seen before provided – they make it through the SEC, which is the real big shot there. So that's going to be a real payout if it happens, which it won't. Don't put money on that, but that's my best value national champion. Mike, go for it. Uh, so I have a few bets here. I'm going to have a few bets on a lot of these because this is how I preoccupy my time. So 
When we're talking playoff, the first bet I heavily looked into is Alabama not making the playoffs. Because, kind of like Ty said, I think Georgia is going to be a force to reckon with within the SEC. And you're basically relying on, I think, Tua, who could easily get injured and throw kind of Alabama in a loop. And then also Georgia, who can beat them in the SEC uh, in the SEC championship. So, my first kind of bet off the board right there is Alabama not making the playoff at plus 250. Which then brings me to my next one, which is uh, Michigan to make the playoff. I think Michigan is going to be headed... Uh, like, head above everybody else in the Big Ten. I don't trust Ryan Pace going into Ohio State this year. And, yeah, basically because of that, it becomes a pick between them going into uh, their rivalry game together. I think Michigan comes out at Ann Arbor for the first time under Harbaugh, and I think they're going to make the playoff. And then, I guess champion, I really haven't thought about champion too much. Maybe, I, I like Jameson and... Ties, Georgia Clemson, both good values, but I'm really looking more of who's going to make the playoff, not necessarily who's going to win it. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, i got to go. <laughs> this is going to sound like such a homer pick, but I really do think it's a good value. Um, my best value is Oklahoma at plus 1,500. And just from a value standpoint, they're, they're in a moderately easy conference. The Big 12 is something that's easy to get through. Obviously, you got to go through Texas probably twice. Uh, we'll get into that later when we talk about the Big 12. Um, I don't know. I, I just think I think OU, who has made the playoff pretty consistently, obviously twice in the uh, in the past two years, two times or three times in the past four, just getting the just getting to the playoffs. I think they're good. An improved defense might scoot them over the edge. So I think there's a value plus 1500 money. Uh, but my predictions, Clemson, uh, with Trevor Lawrence backs better than ever. And as many people staying, I, I don't know. I, I think they're, I think it'd be silly not to pick the Tigers to win it. Um, now, quick thing before we move on from championships. Uh, did, did anyone put down a worst value? Any, any particular team stand out as looking a little uh, overrated here? Cool. I would close it. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I understand where just, people just can Just to stir the pot. I mean, people can say losing four def- or five defensive linemen is going to really hurt them because that was their strongest suit last year. But the way Clemson's recruiting, they're just going to keep bringing in defense players over and over. And they've proven to be one of the defense, best defensive schematic teams in the whole nation. Venables is going to put, put some good players out there, and he's going to coach them up good. I trust the man. The one thing that the Clemsons and SECs that puts them over the hump in making them win a national championship is their offensive game. Whenever you have one of the best running backs in the nation and the probably, like, my favorite quarterback in the nation returning in Trevor Lawrence and then Travis Etienne being the running back, that's just enough for me to say. That's that's my Clemson. Okay. But for, you know, least value, like a team you think is probably going a little overhyped into it, getting national championship buzz, I think Michigan's one. Michigan's my pick. They're uh, plus 1,400. I think that's just... You're just taking people's money in Vegas. I don't think Michigan has any shot at a national championship this year. But see, I think they got Gaddison as their offensive coordinator, which I think will be good for Shea Patterson to kind of spread out the offense finally. They've been running this just archaic like eye formation under Jim Harbaugh that really hasn't worked. So I'm hoping kind of with the pace of play and things, and we'll see it really early on. That's the thing about that's risky about this, anything dealing with Michigan is you can come out early and Jim Harbaugh just refuses to give control over the offense, and they are just slow, like as they usually are, yeah. and then it has no value. But Like you said, but what 
we we'll see if Jim Harbaugh can relinquish that control. It's easier to say it now in preseason than actually do it in the games. We've seen issues with that. Obviously, different people. Urban Meyer had issues uh, pulling back uh, his control over Kevin Wilson in 2017. Either way, I, I think Michigan's probably a lower value. Like, who's your low value? Uh, so I guess I'm just going Alabama and Clemson, just because you should never be laying. When it's minus 325, minus 500 in order to get into the college football playoff, like, even though we think of those teams as, oh, they're the perennial teams that are always there, you shouldn't be laying that much money on that much juice early in the season like this, because as everybody knows, college football is one of kind of the most unpredictable sports within the regular season, so especially a team like Alabama that I believe is at uh, minus 325, minus 350, they still are in one of the hardest divisions in America, plus they have to get through probably Georgia in the SEC championship. So I'm not, just from a value standpoint, I'm not laying any money on the juice right there. For sure. Uh, last thoughts on championships before we move on to Heisman? That's just the toughest one to bet. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's tough. It's, it's more just an especially analog. Especially with a playoff now, too. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think really... Many people are serious in betting do the kind of championship no. picks. No, no, it's more of just kind of a fun pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and these are fun picks. In picking, and like I said, picking Clemson it might be smart, but it's not the fun thing. If you're going to bet championships, bet something big. I mean, it's like we said though. All the lines are pretty huge. I kind of see it, um, even for the big favorites. It's kind of like throwing green on roulette. You know, throw a little bit money down. You never know. You know, if you throw a little bit on each one of them. It, I think it maths out to a payout no matter what. So yeah, yeah. So let's get in. Let's just, um, you know, speaking of a crapshoot, Heisman Trophy predictions this far out. Total, who knows? Um, so I, let's just kind of like quickly like rapid fire go through it a little bit. Go through the best worst value Heisman's. I'll go. I'll start it off. Uh, as much as I love Jalen, uh, plus seven hundred is. Absolutely absurd. Um, that's the line I got when I when I did my research on Bavada. Um, I, I believe he was some like the third, fourth highest line. That's that's just a little too much. I don't think that's a very good line at all. Uh, Hertz is good, but I don't think he. But to, but to think that he can win the Heisman, um, you know, at, in a year where he'll probably have the narrative slanted against him, where they're like, yeah, it's probably enough OU quarterbacks. It's probably a system. Bavada has him at uh, plus a thousand now. It's probably a little more likely, um, and it's still bad, but it's it's it makes a little more sense. Um, but Jameson, who do you think? I had Jalen Hurts because I saw it at plus one thousand today. It's just we're talking about this last time in the pod. It just makes sense where like if he plays under Coach Riley, who's so notorious for putting this out, these voters are going to vote for storylines, and Jalen Hurts by far would have the best storyline. It would be probably him versus Tua, and people are going to pick the underdog because everybody loves Jalen Hurts. And it's just going to make too much sense we're like, hey, uh, three Heisman's in a row for OU, yeah, we're going to vote for him. It just, it's, it's not the most logical, even if he deserves it or not. I just It's something for me that makes the most sense. He is number four, most likely, behind Tua at plus 250, Trevor at plus 275, and Justin Fields at plus 900. But I mean, you just ten to one odds. I mean, you gotta you gotta be kind of excited with those. Right? That's that's yeah. your best uh, or your favorite odds, I guess. Yes, because I, okay. I feel like yeah. with Heisman's, 
there's not too many like dark horse that come from deep down the list. Mm-hmm. I understand like Kyler Murray was, and then like Lamar Jackson was, but most of the time, without you can pretty much kind of figure it out in the preseason. There's a select little group of people that are going to really strive. Yeah, I, I agree with Jamison here. When I looked at it today and saw that plus one thousand. Um, and kind of what Jameson said, that the Heisman voters vote on storylines, they vote on playing all sorts of things, and it's a, it really is kind of a four-person race even at this stage. I'm sure, I don't know, I feel like Fields will drop out a little bit, maybe somebody else will peek up there for a little bit, but you're going to be seeing Tua, you're going to be seeing Trevor Lawrence, you're going to be seeing Jalen Hurts in the conversation the whole time, and both of those guys under plus 300 and then Hurts at, at plus 1,000. It's just too good not to to bet on, especially when, you know, the voters and, and a lot of people see it as Hurts is the underdog in the Hurts and Tua story, but OU's kind of also the underdog there against Bama and Clemson as well. So it's a good story, and with Lincoln's track record and with, with OU's offense, it's just kind of – really difficult to pass up that that plus 1000 yeah and i i again adam as my least my my least favorite odds my favorite is justin fields i actually like him a lot uh ohio state schedule look i think ohio state schedule lines up very well let me ask you this name me ohio state's toughest non-conference opponent this year no, but see, okay, this is where... Not conference, stuff is not conference. No, but see, this is where I go at it, and I think Jameson and Ty both hit on it very well, is Heisman, a lot of the times, there's a story component that goes along with it. Justin Fields, out of the top five, six, seven candidates, has the worst story because he immediately transferred once he realized he was going to be behind Jake Fromm. And I think Heisman voters look at that and just see a guy who quits on a situation early. So I feel like in that aspect... He is just not, like, he's not well-suited for that. And even under the very little we've seen him in Ohio State's offense in the spring game, he was missing guys left and right, like, throwing behind him, throwing in front of him. He can't, like, he wasn't hitting anybody, so I'm just, he's just a little too unproven yeah, to me. spring games, though. Spring yeah, games. but he's just a little too unproven that I just think he's put this high as a value just because he's an Ohio State guy and they know people are going to go to Atlantic City or Vegas and just throw money. And, and I always will say this: I, I did, ha- I still had him at nine hundred, but I don't know. I just, I, I kind of like, I kind of like Fields. Who do you trust the most out of evaluating quarterbacks in the whole world? Lincoln Riley, probably, of course, right? Lincoln Riley. Yeah, Lincoln well, Riley specifically chose Jalen Hurts over Justin Fields through this um, transfer portal, and Justin Fields wanted to come to OU. But see, well, well, also, but, well, y'all, y'all had a top five, or you had the top quarterback prospect yeah. in the pipeline that if you brought in Justin Fields and he plays immediately, who's a year above him, like, y'all lose him. This is more of a, I think that was more of a Justin Fields versus Spencer Rattler decision well, than anything. Okay, but I, I, he I doesn't see. play his redshirt freshman year. I mean, I understand he's really that good, but you still get two two years of playing Spencer Rattler, pretty much. Well, yeah, but the transfer... We, let's be honest. The transfer portal opens up a lot of different situations. Because they yeah. basically just leave whenever they're benched behind somebody. Yeah, That's but I mean, yeah. that, that kind of goes to what Blake said with Fields, is if he doesn't want to come to OU where he's going to have to compete, then how's he going to stand up in the field? Especially in the Big Ten. That's not an easy one for a quarterback to win the Heisman. I don't know. I just... I, I, I guess I just I kind of like I like Fields, but looking at this, I don't really know. Um, in terms of so, Ty had Ty Jameson both like hurts his odds a lot. Like uh, who do, who are you kind of seeing as as a good 
good uh, odds type of guy here. Yeah, so usually I don't take anything this low, but I'm just taking Trevor Lawrence. Look, even though he didn't start for the first half or, or first few games of the season, he just, the way in which I saw him in the national championship game and how he uh, went throughout Clemson's season and looking at their schedule this year and how lackluster the ACC is, I just think he's just head and heels above everybody else, that everybody's making it out for him in a Tua race this year, but Tua has proven just throughout all last year that he's unreliable when it comes to injuries, that he's a really fragile guy, and when I think it's this two-headed race like this, there's no reason to take Tua, who could easily miss a significant portion out of this year, because basically everybody after Trevor Lawrence, like, Justin Fields and Jalen, I think, are just taking advantage of two large national fan bases, especially Jalen, just because they produced the last two Heisman winners. And then Martinez, very low on, just he because he, it's, he, he's the hype. He's, like, one of the hype guys. Uh, and then I guess my dark horse that I had down was just Jake Fromm, just because I could see Georgia having a lot of success this year in the SEC. And if there's a potential that they go in undefeated into the SEC game and beat Alabama, like I think that says a lot for his like for his Heisman candidacy. So if we're going like far darker out, I would go that because really anybody after that, like Sam Ellinger, is not going to win. So yeah. <laughs> to to kind of segue us, my worst value is Trevor Lawrence, yeah. just because of the storyline aspect. So the way I see it is. The Heisman is pretty much two us to lose at this point in the season, the way that everybody looks at it. And I think that if that potential that's there, you know, for Tua to have an injury or something occurs, I really see Hurts jumping up to the front. Because I just don't see a good storyline that catches a lot of people with Trevor Lawrence. And I, I don't think his highlights are going to be as flashy, even though Clemson does run up the score on people. I just... I don't see the storyline there, and I see it as Tua's going to win it unless Tua is out for some reason. So I, I don't see Trevor Lawrence any any value in that. But uh, okay, yeah, I, I think I think Trevor Lawrence's value is not as much. I mean, yes, there might be have a storyline to it, but I feel like Trevor e, um, Travis Etienne is going to take a lot of like kind of his big kind of stats. Throughout the, the like the year, I think Trevor Lawrence will be very very efficient, but I don't know if his volume will be there. That's just what I'm worried about, especially with Clemson playing a lot of really bad teams and the ACC is not very powerful this year. I agree. Yes, like maybe he won't have enough time to throw for a certain amount of yards and touchdown to be in contention with a guy from the Big Twelve or a guy like a, a Tua, you know. But uh. My worst value, I Blake kind of went on this, is Adrian Martinez. This dude's been hyped up every single year he's came in. I don't care that he was a Lincoln Riley big guy that we wanted. This dude hasn't showed up, and it's like it's, it reminds me of Khalil Tate in Arizona. Like we keep waiting mm -hmm. on him to show up, yeah. and you and yeah. and you go out there, and Nebraska was horrible last year. Like, why do you think that this guy is the number five odds in the Heisman? Is this guy going to be like some crappy guy? I mean, a good guy on a crappy team and just put up stats. I mean. I, I feel like the overusage for quarterbacks, you have to be used a lot, but if you're used too much, that's going to really kind of dilute your QBR. And um, I'm not really kind of sold into Adrian Martinez and all. And then we already kind of went on with Justin Fields. Um, but I have one more thing with my other kind of dark horse. I really like Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. Uh, that dude did awesome his freshman year. The last year he did even better. 
I think this dude, if you could do a bet, like, can't, who's going to make it to, like, the Heisman, like, presentation out of, like, top three, I bet you Jonathan Taylor would be a good pick for a number three kind of guy. No love for uh, previous da- Dark Horse, Shea Patterson? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I learned my lesson. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like him and the connection with Donovan Peoples-Jones. I mean, those are two very highly ranked guys coming out of high school. Um, Peoples-Jones has really lived up to it, but Shea Patterson hasn't. And like Blake said, it's a new system. We can hope for the best there. But Shea Patterson's really weak-minded, and I'm, and we saw that the past two years. Um, I'm just not really kind of buying into him because a mental thing, you can't coach that. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, okay, so moving on. Uh, we all did our research, looked around the best overs and unders throughout college football. So we're going to give you our best value over and our best value under, uh, and then move on to our conference championship prediction. Sound good? So yeah. Cool. Okay, so um, I'll, I'll just go first here with uh, my best value over. We'll go best value over first, then under. Uh, my best value over, Oklahoma State at six and a half. Uh I really look. What? <laughs> I think I think I think OSU six and a half. I I think it. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying OSU is going to win the conference. You think that's crazy? What's in your mind? So, <laughs> what? I think this is a dink and dunk type of under. It's six and a half. I think Oklahoma State makes a bowl at least, like seven wins. I think that's a low bar for Mike Gundy to hit. I think they're in the better half of the call, of uh, the Big Twelve this year, which I think the bottom is going to be really bad this year. Um, so, yeah, no, give me OSU to at least hit seven. I think that's a very easy, attainable bet. OSU, six and a half. What was the, uh, what was the bet on that? The juice. They were, so the I've juice. got this, now it's over seven and a over half. half. Over and a half, seven and a half now? Ooh. Yeah. What would you say? 125, Ooh. over still. For a team that has no quarterback. It's better than Corndog. No, Corn Doggy was actually playing some good football. Okay, well, this I, I think this does change things a little bit, but I still think OSU <laughs> could hit eight. I think OSU could hit eight. Okay, Oregon State, McNeese up. State, Tulsa, you'd hope for the best. Oh, yes, yes okay. the best. They should win all of those Yes, games. no, I'm saying, I'm saying, you should, I, that was a bad word. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. Win, they're going to win this. They'll, Tex- be, they'll beat K-State. Texas and Austin, tough. Lubbock isn't what it used to be. Iowa Kansas. State, that's a loss. Kansas at home, TCU at home, Baylor at home. I think... I think having OU at home, that's upset potential over it. We own them. <laughs> you just went down the list and made them all seem like possible wins, except like what? maybe. Uh, like you even justified, you you justified their hardest one on the schedule. You're like, it could happen. It could happen. Just, they have the toughest team on their schedule. They're not going 12 and 0. They're not going 12 and 0, Bobby. I'm not saying they're going 12 and 0. They didn't even give us a possible look at the losses. Look, look at the, yeah. I, I said Iowa State. I said Texas is, is a loss. Or, I, but they've beaten Texas the past like two or three years. I think Iowa State, Texas Tech, Texas, um, I think OU, they, and then Baylor or TCU. So yeah, I, I don't know. I just think they take care of business against okay. at home against probably Baylor or TCU. Okay, that's that is your opinion. And yeah, that is no, completely that's, fair. I'll stay on brand. I, look, I will say this: it it does change a lot with the uh, with the extra game. Yeah, it does change. I I like I like staying on brand with Big Twelve. That's I kind of just focused on that because I thought that was more fun. I know more about it. I like Texas Tech over six and a half or plus one twenty five. <laughs> And this is what? Okay, now let me explain. No, 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 they're playing OU at home. So no, 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 no. Okay. 
okay. okay. So here's my re- here's my reasoning here. So Texas Tech, how many games did they win last year? Who cares? Four, five, <laughs> six. Didn't they make a bowl? Right? They they made. You don't even know. No, they, I think they made the. I think they made the Birmingham bowl. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were six and six. I'm pretty year. sure they lost. So all you got to do is you got to be by one one more chance, and, and they got Alan Bowman instead of Dirty Jet Duffy as their quarterback. Whenever they have Alan Bowman out there, and I think losing Cliff Kingsbury is going to do only positive to them. Has Alan Bowman's... Ooh, they went 5-7 like, last oh, year. 5-7! Oh, no. Alan, Bowman, Alan Bowman's lung was leaking like a popped balloon. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I think they're going to do I, better. I don't know if I can trust them again, though. Go on. Now. 5-7. All I'm saying... With the new coaching staff, new system, and you're going with that? They're, yes. they're, they're non-conference is sketchy, too. They have to play at Arizona... Not tough, but it's Texas Tech. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's pretty tough. I like that. And also, my other one was uh, over nine and a half for Texas at plus one. No! no! Dude, Get no! Out of Get out of here! Dude, this is the brother that just said the wrong line on the Oklahoma State. <laughs> His lines are old. I couldn't find them. And he obviously has no value on it either, so I don't want to hear about anything homework-wise. And Texas, Texas is a plus 150. At an over... Come on down, Douglas. Down. <laughs> Douglas is getting Douglas joining the pod. Okay, nine and a half for Texas. I'm just saying, plus 150. I Blake can see fuming. that I can see that in a scenario. That's all I'm going to say there. Um, would, y'all carry on. I would slam that okay. under... So my, oh, my best value this. over, I don't know... That's exactly I'm taking the over. I don't know what it is, but it's projected to win 3.5 games. It's Kansas. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, no, Kansas no. will win four games. No, 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 no. no. How many teams words. are going to hit the over in the damn Big 12 and pull out Kansas? Read my no, list. I, I looked at it. It's Kansas will win no, four that, that's games. Who? Pull up Kansas' Who? schedule. Who? Kansas will win four games. Who oh, are the so first two? They're Boston playing like college, a, Indiana State. They're going to Boston College. They're going to whoop them. Boston College should beat them. Kansas will beat West Virginia. I think they can no, beat they West Virginia. No, they won't. No, they won't. I think they can beat West Virginia. No, they, y'all realize. I think they can. I'm not saying they will. They beat any dude, West Virginia is going to beat Dookie this year. Dude. They're, they're going to be bad. I, I think West Virginia is going to be no. dog awful. I'm saying they can't. I so there, even if you give them the first three wins. You think they go 4-0? You no, 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 they will win four games. Okay, so they, go so they beat now. Indiana State, Coastal Carolina, West Virginia, and who else? Kansas State? Well, I mean, that's their best that's, chance. I, I, that would be their best chance. <laughs> those those are might. two big old toss-ups on that. That's a big old bank right there. I could see Iowa State just absolutely running everyone in the Big 12 and then losing to Kansas. All, 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 all of our, apparently all of our best values are like incredibly everyone, spicy. Everyone in the Big 12 is going to make the rover. Don't ask us how it's possible. It's going to happen. Here's, here's, quick here's maps. the problem. Here's the problem with looking at like the over-unders and best values. The ones that you really want to pick are the ones that are juiced to the one side. Like It'll be like over minus 136. And I'm like, Oh come on! I really want to pick that for that team. You know, like that's just how it is. And whenever you look in the Big Twelve, they did not have that many good values. But yes. I, that's that's why I picked only the teams for the overs that had pluses on them that I could see mm-hmm. that happening. That's why Texas at plus one fifty is a good juice towards the side, and I can see it happening. Do I think it's going to happen? No, but plus one fifty is a good bet. For when, when I was making my bets, most of the Big Twelve was at six and a half, and they bumped all of them up one to make it tough, which they should have because the six and a half is. Easy. Baylor was at six and a half, for God's sake. Yeah. See, 
So I have I have a few, but the good thing to always look at when it goes to futures is the money is in the crumbs. Okay, <laughs> it's the teams that you don't expect. <laughs> they all went fool's bet. You don't bet necessarily the big conference, the big teams, because those are obviously going to be bet very heavily, like Texas. As you saw with that under, it, the juice is so bad that you would never lay anything down. But I think I've isolated a good three that I think are good. So my main one that I'm probably throwing the most money down on right now is Memphis over nine and a half. Even though they lost kind of their two key pieces, their uh, Pork and Henderson, right? Uh, White and Taylor Jr. Okay. Oh, was that their running backs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daryl Henderson wasn't that his name? Uh, or, or, yeah, sorry, you're right. Henderson and Pollard. But they keep, yeah, Pollard. But then they keep Patrick Taylor Jr., who was still a over 1,000 yard rusher last year. And I really like their quarterback, Brady White, coming back. And look, when you look at their schedule, I'm isolating. They could go undefeated, maybe one loss. So they have Ole Miss, who they're a six point favorite as, who have already laid money down on the first week. They play Southern, <laughs> horrible FCS team, South Alabama win, Navy, who's down right now, ULM, who's not very good, Temple with a new coach, Tulane, who's not very good, Tulsa, who's not very good, SMU, getting better, not very good, Houston, stay tuned for the under segment, UCF, also <laughs> stay tuned for the under segment, and then I may be giving them a loss with Cincinnati. Maybe. And that's just me being generous because I feel like Cincinnati has those like random games where they're actually good. But this team is bringing back legitimate pieces, and they're avoiding UCF, who's probably the number one team right now in that conference. And they're only at 9.5. So I can see this team going 12-0, 11-1, and 10-2 very easily. And it was only, I believe, if Jameson pulls up the juice... Or I can pull, <laughs> pull it up. The juice. I got them, know what I so got I got them at minus one thirty, which I'm willing to lay. I'm willing to lay money on. Good. So my next one's very in the crumbs. I go with an independent right here with Liberty, Liberty over five and a half. And so <laughs> this is how you know he actually has a problem. Wait, is this his, is this, this first year? In the crumbs. No, they were they were there last year. Okay, and okay. so. Uh, the reason why I like Liberty is you get Hugh Freeze as a new head coach. He did very good Whoa. in Arkansas State and Ole Miss's first season, and he's really good at offense, which is exactly what they need. So wait, wait, wait! Can we hold on? Liberty hired Hugh Freeze. Yes, this is the same. Hold on, this is the same team that hired their athletic director from, from Baylor. Baylor. Yep, and they're a Christian school. Liberty has just gone all. They're they're going. They're digging down in the dirt. They don't care. They. They want a winning program. Are, there, are they about to hire Kevin Spacey as their chancellor? They, they could. So the the thing I love about this team, their quarterback with the best name in the NCAA, Buckshot Calvert, is their, <laughs> is their quarterback leading the way. And I think Hugh Freeze will do a good job with them. So when I look at their schedule, I'm giving wins. So they play New Mexico State twice, and I'm splitting the difference right there. So a win against New Mexico State. New Mexico, horrible team. Getting a win. They play Hampton. Win. Maine. FCS team. Good FCS team, but 
Still a win. Rutgers, or I like to call them Butkers. <laughs> Wait, you win. At you, have beat, you have them beating Rutgers. Yes, Rutgers is no, Rutgers is so bad. And right now, I looked at like somebody's projected spreads that they have. They have Rutgers as a minus one favorite. So I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to Liberty, and then UMass, who is right now projected, I think they're over under at two and a half or three and a half, wow. very low. So that's already right there, six wins over the five and a half, and these are the ones I'm not giving them, which they can still win. So Syracuse, they're not going to win. Louisiana, they're bottom of the Sun Belt this year, could win. Buffalo, good last year, lost uh, Tyree Jackson. Uh, So they are up in the air, but still giving them the loss. Then New Mexico State, BYU, Virginia. So I'm seeing this an easy overhit. And then my last one, I won't do as much analysis on this one, it's just Minnesota over seven and a half. The West and the Big Ten is absolutely, it's, it's open. It's just straight. It's going to be the Wild West this year. And Wisconsin has a chance. Nebraska has a chance. But as we've already kind of mentioned before, I'm not as high on Nebraska. So, P.J. Fleck, I like what he's doing there. Give him the over. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I, I think with um, Nebraska, especially, I think a lot of people are just trying to fast track uh Fast track their yep. success back. I think it takes a little bit longer yeah. than two. I say give it give it one more uh, year, and I think they'll be a really real like a really really good contender with yeah. Martinez, but not this year. Yeah, just based off how terrible they were, really unexpectedly last year, I'm not really gonna put much sock in in these high hopes that everyone has for Nebraska. Just seems a little a little far fetched based off their past performance. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do unders. Um, keep it on Big 12 for me. I picked West Virginia. I think this team's going to be horrible. Absolutely horrible. What's the line on them? Five. And Five. it's minus 125. I don't care. I think they're going to be like a three or four win team this year. Like, it's, I think it's going to be tough. Like, they, James Madison at the beginning of the season, I could actually... No! I no! 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 Overreactionary. Okay. No. James okay. Madison is a historic, very good FCS team. Very historic. So what we looked at, we looked deep. at North Dakota State. Like somebody, uh, Thunder contributor for Brandon decided to bring up the other day that North Dakota State should be in the Big Twelve and would actually be good. It's like they're decent against like FBS talent. Like there's no way that like people just think because they're good in FCS they can make that Power Five leap. No, Jason. Yeah. No. no, I'm not saying that they're at, at Morgantown. No, I'm just saying. West Virginia is a very, very bad team this year. I'm not saying they're losing James Madison. I'm just saying certain things can go their way. They can win a big game. They can lose a really bad game. I'm just saying they're losing to Missouri, NC State. Those are two kind of hard non-conference schedule teams, especially for a low-end team. At Kansas, we talked about this. That could be a big old no. <laughs> that could be I'm a big old. But you realize the Kansas roster has like not changed oh. at all. They added Les Miles, who was kicked out of the SEC for being an antiquated offensive head coach. Five. This is Kansas. Five, we're talking five games about. for West Virginia. I just think that's ridiculous. And if they hit five, that's a push. But I, I think four or three wins with West Virginia. I'm sticking my foot down on that one. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Um, I'm just gonna run through my quick under. I don't. I'm pretty sure you exhausted the West Virginia conversation. Under uh, Texas, I have Texas under nine and a half. Lay it up. That's uh, not good value. Though. I think that's great. They play LSU. It is crappy. It is crappy value. I think the value is crappy. We're doing best value. We're not saying what's gonna happen. 
<laughs> Obviously, I could have gone through and told you all these that were minus 170 juice that they're going to probably happen. Oh, wow, he's <laughs> laying down the fat balls. <laughs> <That's laughs> <saying nothing. laughs> because it's not going to happen. I put in $100 and I got $99. Hey, man. I, I'm just... Let, 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 let me find a better under here. Um, There's not a better under, Bobby, because people are smashing the under right now. All that sharp honey is coming in right on that under, and that's why the juice is abysmal. <laughs> I'm just saying, Texas, not out. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say it. My best value under is OU. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. They're not gonna make it. I I just don't see it. What 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 is OU? Ten and a half, right? Yeah. Okay, mm, that's that's a toughie. That dirty I'm telling you, don't take the emotion out of it. That is a really, really high line, I think, for a Texas team that we know can beat us, and we know plays well against us. So that's minus one ten on that, which is not not a bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got a Kansas team that's coming to take the Big Twelve. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Iowa State, I think, is a bigger threat to OU this year than they've ever been. Isn't really saying a lot, but it's saying something. I don't know. I kind of hope that would sound deeper than it did. It would make it sound like I knew what I was talking about. But yeah, I I gotta go with OU. It's too high. It's too high. The, the under is too damn high. All right, Blake. Tell us how Tennessee Tech State is going to be. Okay. No, no, no. So unders are good. These are the best value opportunities because everybody loves betting the over. So you're gonna find most of your value when it comes to the win totals and the actual unders. So we'll start with a few mines. So first, Houston under seven and a half at minus one fifteen. Look, there are so many reasons why this Houston team is just gonna be horrible. Oh gosh, he's trying to bite me, Douglas. No, no, he want, he's boy. wanting to play right now. It's because I pushed him. No, it's okay. But Houston under seven and a half. Look, <laughs> Douglas is really heated about this. Houston Douglas wants his Douglas takes. has. Pretty much all of Jameson's net worth on the outside, Houston. <laughs> Jameson's so, uh, dog Douglas is here. He's chilling. Uh, so, Houston under 7.5. The reasons why this is bad. First, new coach in Dana Holgerson. He would, I felt like he never could really do... He had a lot of great talent at West Virginia, but could never do much with it. So, he's going to basically an inferior roster right now, and is expected to do a lot with that. I just don't see it happening. They lost way too much uh, on the defensive end as well. Look, Ed Oliver, Austin Robinson, Roman Brown, their three best defensive players, all gone this year uh, with a defense that was already abysmal. Like, Army put up over se- or 70 or 70 plus. Army, Army put up 70, I think, on them, right? 70 yeah. on them in a bowl game. Army. <laughs> Army, who has the slowest pace of play like in the entire NCAA, blew them out 70 to 14 uh, in their bowl game. And if you look at their back half of the season, besides losing the Army, they also lost to SMU, Tulsa, Memphis, all within the final weeks of the season. So they were already downtrending. So how I break down their schedule is wins that I'm giving them is Prairie View, A&M, Tulane, UConn, SMU, Tulsa, and Navy. So I'm giving them six, and that's for a seven and a half. So that gives me a good enough breathing room. And they play, their non-conference is OU in Washington State who are two very, very gifted offensive institutions for a defense that has been horrible, and they lost all their good players. And then UNT, who is going to be an incredible Conference USA team. Never forget they beat Arkansas. Yep. And they could, (laughs) like, 42-13. to 
Yep, like Mason Fines, the real deal. They kept, I can't remember the head coach's name, but kept him as well. The real question is, how are they going to deal with the loss of Quinn Shanbor? We don't really know. Anyways, sorry to interrupt. And then Cincy's going to beat them, Memphis is going to beat them, and UCF going to beat them. So I just don't see really any, I, that's an incredible value even at 115. Next, also sticking an American, because I'm not a homer like all these Big 12 guys. <laughs> but his 10 great best values. Is, is USF under 6.5. I'm taking minus 125 here, but this is why. Look, this team was off to a hard, hot start last year. They won their first six and then lost the next straight six games. This team is the most downtrending team with Charlie Strong, who can't seem to now... That was a legitimately good coach at Louisville, who's now just downtrending, who might not even have a job at the end of the year. So I'm only giving them five wins. South Carolina State, SMU, UConn, Navy, ECU. And then they play... Or in maybe Georgia Tech. So that might be six. Still gives me breathing room. But they played Wisconsin and BYU in non-conference. Probably not going to win those. Temple, always a good showing. Cincy, Memphis, UCF. Those are kind of the best teams in the American. Yeah. Going to beat this team. Sure. Do not like the outlooks of this. Okay, and then I'll kind of speak through these ones really quick. But Duke under five and a half. Easy. No Daniel Jones. In a decently kind of spread out... <laughs> Gosh, Douglas is just <laughs> the energy. <laughs> this is this is an incredible scene right now. I'm trying to give the I'm giving the listeners free money right now, okay? So y'all y'all just y'all looked at this for five minutes, but I'm really down here sifting through the data, looking at schedules, reading previews, so I'm the only one actually doing recruiting research here. So Duke under fire. <laughs> Dang it, Douglas. I know these picks are so enticing, okay? This is free money here, people. So Duke, under five and a half. I'm only giving them wins. North Carolina anti, Middle Tennessee, Georgia Tech, UNC. Look, the I guess it's the ACC Coastal is wide open once again. Miami's decently good. UVA, Vautech. The power's just too spread out for Duke to get legitimate wins. So... <laughs> And they also play Notre Dame, so... <laughs> and then, next, Kentucky under six and a half. This is my only plus money one on here. This... Dude, I'm giving out free money, Jameson! I'm a printing press right now! The people came here for the picks, and I wasn't like, Oh, they went for bad value, Big 12. I'm giving you the real value here, okay? Douglas says he likes the over on Kansas State. <laughs> so, Kentucky under six and a half... Just, they've lost all their good players. Benny Snell, Josh Allen, too big of a loss. Penn State under 8.5, not a 9-win team. Easy. They're going to lose to Ohio State. They're going to lose to Michigan. So I only need them to lose to two other decently good programs. So those are my ones. And I will make sure to remind you all at the end of the season when these things cash and you all were trying to interrupt me on my great film. You muted it, didn't I didn't you? mute you? No. You muted it. I saw you press I didn't mute it. Now for a break from one of our sponsors. Guess what? It's Anchor. Hello, listeners. This is Boat and Blake, and I'm here to tell you about the official podcasting app of Boat and Blake's crew. We're talking about Anchor here. It couldn't be named any better. The crew uses 
Boat and Blake's favorite app, Anchor, because it is easy to record podcast while you're on the go. I'm going to be using it all season because Bobby cuts all my segments from the real podcast. So I have to re-record them and send it to him to re-put in the podcast. And who knows, this could be the official app of maybe, I'm teasing it now, listeners, Boat and Blake's new podcast, The Captain's Log, where we go on a day-by-day breakdown of how Blake's gambling life is doing. So here, me mateys, this is Boat and Blake signing off, saying you should sign up for Anchor because you could aspire to be like Boat and Blake and record famous podcasts like The Captain's Log and also reprise history on podcasts like The Sooner Pod. Thank you, and I hope you join my crew. All right, we're back with our best value conference champions now. Uh, let's start it off alphabetically. Uh, with the ACC, uh, let me guess. Well, Jameson, best value. Oh, let me tell you something. I was going down ACC, and you know how much I like Clemson. I was really hoping to find a good value number there. What do you know? Minus tree fit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I say, what a great number. What a great number. If you don't take minus tree fitting on Clemson, you're stupid. Well... I've decided to use this segment to get real weird with it, as if I haven't gotten weird enough. Give me Wake Forest plus 9,000! Damn it, Bobby, you won one bet on them, and now you think Wake Forest can actually do something. Yep. They're in an opposite division from Clemson. They're, um, that's pretty much it. What I'm trying to say is... <laughs> but Clemson's winning this conference. It's clear-cut. So get weird with it if you're going to pick anyone other than Clemson. And why not pit the team with the second worst odds? But they beat NC State that one time, so eh, throw a dollar on them. Blake. Okay, so I'm gonna go a uh, little shout out to my man Taylor Keys with a little UVA plus uh, sixteen hundred. I think UVA is finally gonna take the next step and win the Coastal this year, just because uh, first year under Mandy Diaz. I don't. I never like first year coaches really for any reliable reason. So if I can... <laughs> Jam- shout to Jameson's text. <laughs> He's getting bachelor updates. I think. That's from Ashley. Oh yeah. Oh. Wait. So why is Ashley not in your contacts list? I haven't updated my contacts since high school. She doesn't so have a name. Know, so you don't know on my, on my laptop. Computer. Oh. I, I, I got in your yeah. phone. Like I cloud, I, I cloud's messy. I cloud's messy. Um, so, yeah. I'm just going to UVA. I think they're going to be on the other side of Clemson. Actually be on the other side of the Clemson. So, yeah. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah. Well, Ty, who do you think? I don't know. I Everybody kind of knows that Clemson is going to win the ACC. So... Kind of like Bobby said, I, I think the only real bet here is is Pitt. Their quarterback, um, Brock Smith, had some good numbers last year. I, I don't know who the quarterback is. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be honest, I just kind of I kind of rolled with it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, he really just pulled that out. I was like, <laughs> I was expecting somebody to call me off for it. But... <laughs> I was like, gun to head. I don't think I can make a it's name me. a single yeah. pit player. Yeah. I, I wanted to I want to I want to dispute that, but I don't have enough information. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, so uh, Brock Smith Heisman watch. I, I no yeah you gotta go with Jameson the tree fit. Is just a sign. Yeah, 
obviously we're going, we're also going to do who we actually think will win the conference. I think everyone, everyone Next, clearly says Clemson. Yeah. Next, yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, do we want to do Big our? 12. Do we go on to Big Twelve first, Big 12, or yes. we save the best for last? Because that's a let's just okay. do Big Twelve. Okay. Uh, no, no, Big Ten. Big Ten. All right. So, um, Blake, give us your heat on the Big Ten. Your best value odds there. Yep. So easy one for me, and I kind of alluded to this earlier, but yeah. Michigan plus two uh, two fifteen. Yeah. Look, I think. Basically, it's between them, Ohio State. I think they're the superior team. You're getting them up plus money here. I think they're going to be in the playoff as well. Also, could contend for the championship, possibly. So, give me Michigan. I agree with Blake. It, to me, it's 50-50 as to who's going to win the Big Ten between Ohio State and Michigan. And then you look at the lines, and Michigan is almost 100 points more on the plus. So, the value is there. I, I think it's a 50-50 toss-up. And the upside for Michigan, as far as the money is, is, is way bigger. So I gotta agree with Michigan. I think I agree with Bobby on this one and give us the Alex Hornibrook list Wisconsin Badgers. Oh, boo. Plus sixteen hundred. The Hornibrook I think, curse. Nobody's talking about it. Well yes, you lose Hornibrook, positive. Jonathan Taylor comes back, positive. Um, let's just go throw it out. Sixteen hundred. That's my fun one. I raise your badgers and give you the gophers. <laughs> uh, oh no! Oh, no. Okay. Featured okay. on Blake's over segment. <laughs> what oh, I just say. All right. So here's the major thing about Wisconsin. About Wisconsin, Minnesota. Um, they don't have to play Ohio State. Don't have to play Michigan, and they get Penn State at home. I think. I think they have a chance of winning that division, and if they can win that division. I think they could beat either a weak, Mich- weak Michigan or a weak Ohio State. Blake probably said the exact same thing. Yes, all right. I, I, uh, if you wait, were listening wait, to my segment, well, you know what? You know what, Blake? You, you gave like ten million best overs. Like, <laughs> yes, because I'm, I'm giving them. I am giving them time my out, picks. Time I, out. I, look, my my ori- other heat originally was Purdue, and then I realized that's stupid. Oh, I'm not going to do that and try to make a better value pick. Ooh. Just to clarify, your value in Minnesota is that they don't have to play Ohio State or Michigan. Yep, and then you lay out some extremely unlikely scenario where they just then lose to Ohio State or Michigan. <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> well, because, well, they wouldn't have to play them twice. I think they're, I think they're very they well set up in that division. You don't have to play them in the regular they season. they still have to good. beat them. But you well, have to yeah, get, at least no. get to the game first. I think to, Minnesota yeah. could get to the game. Okay. Yeah, that's what I, that's my yeah, biggest yeah. thing is if they could, in a week, kind of a kind of crappy division, PJ Fleck coming back another year, I could see them going on one of those weird runs. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Gophers for that pick. Uh, shouts to Blake Sub over there. Um, next, moving on to the Pac-12, uh, <laughs> everyone's favorite conference. Um, uh, wait, we never made our predictions for the Big Ten. Uh, just kind of shot on it. We just did. Well, no, or like, kinda, like, like who actual prediction. like who's gonna win? Not value, but oh, yeah, okay. yeah, our actual predictions. It's also Michigan. I got Ohio State. I think Ohio State starts like kind of slow and then hits their stride near the end of the year and wins. Yeah, I, I just I like the Buckeyes. Uh, Michigan needs to prove something to me. Michigan for me. So uh, yeah, okay. So that's our Big Ten picks. Moving on to the Pac-12. Uh, it's it, yeah, that's really the entire conference is that noise. <laughs> Uh, what? I got, I got some value here. Okay, not really value, but, <laughs> oh my but before we before we dive into this, uh, Blake, what do you think about uh, Pac-12 before dawn? Instead oh, of I love dark. this. <laughs> I love this because I feel like it's or I. Mm, you need to keep one of the games after dark because I need a nice transition into after dark and then 
oh my goodness, I need to win back all my money on Hawaii at like 1 o'clock in the morning. So I need a nice transition into that that I could keep loading my money onto these back games in order to win back all my losses. No, I'm I'm all in on After Dark, but I was asking what you thought about. But I'm saying... Yes, keep one after dark game and then load them all up at night. <laughs> you would nine a.m. So what do you think? Do you want all the nine a.m. So you can? Or I would love out. that. I would like a nice transition because okay, I feel yeah, like the Pac-12 has the unique opportunity to fill all the random gaps. So I could wake up yeah, really early in the morning. That makes sense. And I'm already up in the early in the morning. So For sure, I like Pac-12 around the clock. I like that. Just from eight to just infinity, it's they play crazy. games. It just never ends. Yeah. You gotta um, preserve the Pac-12 after dark. Though. You gotta have a game on to either play at the party or play while you're falling asleep or if you're just an absolute degenerate to regain all your money that you, you yeah lost. you got you got to bridge all the college football that matters yeah you got to bridge the gap between the late night game or the you know the primetime game and Hawaii yeah so, yeah yeah um, all right Ty, you start us off here uh, with basically just close your eyes and point at one no, so who knows? I, I had an actual best value here and it's Washington I just like, I have a thing for Washington. I think it's mostly their stadium. And I kind of like their colors. That's, honestly, that's pretty much it. I, I didn't even know what their line was. Washington has one of the worst returning value I this mean, year. And then they, they've got like one of the best quarterbacks in the nation coming in as a transfer to start with Jacob Eason, you know? So, I mean, we haven't seen him play bad. in two years. Uh, I'm, I'm, all I'm saying He's is... no Brock Smith, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I mean, they're not my pick, but I mean, Washington might be better than what people think this year. And mine's a little... Honestly, it's not that they're good, it's just it's the Pac-12. I know who you're going with, Bobby. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go with Washington State. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look... Honestly, if the odds were like, I, I think they'll probably have about the same chance to win it as Washington does. Um, but obviously, the odds are a lot better. I think they can get a solid return on it. Mike Leach is a genius. Uh, I mean, uh, Gardner Minshew only had one year in that system, did very well with that. I have zero idea who they're bringing in, but I trust <laughs> I, I trust uh, Mike Leach enough to you know really give it a shot. And yeah, no, give me uh, Washington State's best value. Oh, y'all, I don't want to say this. Oh, no. Don't <laughs> no, you no. don't. You don't have to do no. this. You don't have to do You don't have to give this Did to Did Ford him. pay you off? <laughs> Guys, I think the Pac-12 is going to be very sloppy, and I think that this championship game could really yield a 7-5, a 8-5 and five, eight and five championship winner. And I, I think USC that. can do it. No! No, no, no. no, no. I, think, I think that the three best teams in the Pac-12 or in the North and in Washington, Oregon and Washington. Disagree! Disagree! I mean, Utah Utah is really good this year. Actually, no. I'll take that back. Utah is better than Washington State. But, uh, still, Oregon and Washington, I think, are pretty good teams. And USC doesn't have to go against them until... I mean, I don't know if that's on their schedule, but being in the South... Gives them a nice road to the championship, and I think this could be something sloppy. And I think USC is my pick. It's the best value because Ford will pay you a hundred dollars <laughs> because it, because I will not put him on. So you the get pop, guaranteed money. USC plus nine hundred. That's that's it's nice. it's it really it's mm. not bad for a team I just that gets the best talent out of that conference every year. And then to win yeah. like a coin flip sloppy game and like. Santa Clara. I mean, it's I mean, not we bad. Had, y'all not watched bad. the Pac-12 championship last year. How horrible that was. That was miserable to watch. See, and that's where I'm going with this. So, my pick two. Best value, best pick to win. Easy. 
Utah, 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 Utah. <laughs> Look, this team was plagued with injuries last year, and they were still able to make it to the Pac-12 championship. They're returning basically everybody. They are going to be healthy this year, and probably going to make it back to the Pac-12 championship. I honestly considered them, if they are able to stay healthy, make it to the college football playoff. I almost considered making that bet, but I think they're easy, easy win to get at least to the Pac-12 championship, where I think they're probably going to win it. So when you're giving me the third best odds, yeah, third best odds behind Washington and Oregon, and I think Oregon's just overrated because of Justin Herbert, Huber, whatever his name is, is is coming back this year. I think all the value in the world is on Utah for a team that I could legitimately see if they run the tables in the Pac-12 having some playoff implications. So, huh? So you obviously picked uh, Utah as your champion. Uh, Jameson, who's yours? Just let's shotgun through it as we do per usual. I think it's going to be USC. Okay, you're not even going value now. You just legitimately think they're going to win? You know, see, this is, this, uh, guys, listeners. Guys, guys, I just wanted to say nope. that as a reaction. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, 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 no. No, I do not want to bet on that one bit. Um, I think, I think Utah's a good chance. Um, I think, I'm going with either Utah or Washington. Uh, Can I do that? Can I pick either? This is Pac-12. That's called Pac-12. You know what that's called, listeners? A hedge. And we don't do that on this pod. Okay, then I'll pick Washington to go against you, Blake. Okay, okay. Um... I don't really know. This sucks. Oh, well, the way you, you're so adamant Oregon. about Washington State. Give me Oregon. Give me Oregon. Oh, my God. Bobby! Oh, my I, think, I think it's a mess, but I think Oregon oh is, a, is just a good team. No, they aren't. Doesn't. They just have a good player, and everybody's like, ooh. And that's, see, it's that's the Pac-12, thing. Though. You can it's tell a, yeah. who's the gamblers and who's not. Who's watching Pac-12 it's not a, and who's not. I'm not going to gamble on Oregon. I'm not going to gamble on Oregon. I'm not going to pick that. But you, I'm just going to say they're, they're the best thing, team, it's like, you can tell who was watching the late night Pac-12 games, and Bobby was obviously not one of those. Oregon, a very subpar team, not gonna win the conference finals. Oh, I'm excited okay. to see okay. USC. Okay. Okay. Oh, I want to pick I, USC. Uh, mine, is, mine is Washington. My my value was tied to the fact that I thought that they were gonna win it. So, yeah, for sure. All right, moving on. We got the SEC. Uh, <laughs> I'm picking USC to win the Pac-12. <laughs> The SEC, where they ain't playing nobody, Paul. Um, Ty, uh, as a native uh, Southerner, uh, you get the first pick. I'm from Nichols Hills. So <laughs> there's that. Um, no, but I, yeah, I guess I did live in Mississippi, unfortunately. Um, so mine, again, I kind of alluded to this at the start of the pod, is going to be Georgia. Just because when we look at the money line as of right now, it is not August, in spite of what Bobby told you. Um Georgia at plus 275. I really see it from them with Fromm returning. They've been right there every year. Kind of like almost the like an OU level. They're kind of right at the cusp. And if there weren't two super teams, they could be the ones. And I think this year really could be their year. I'm pretty high on Georgia. I've not been previously. So I think Georgia is the best value here just because they're the number two and their line is almost at 300. Uh, like, uh, crap. I guess, okay, just to be a little contrarian, like, 
I obviously agree. I think Georgia is a great value pick to win, make it to the SEC conference. Like, I think they're just a good value across the board just because they're a little overlooked being in the same conference as Alabama. Yeah. But if we're going to put another one on, uh, for the sake of argument, I would just put up Florida. Oh, be- but no. <laughs> see, like they're, like, they're good enough that it's like if a few things go their way and they beat Georgia per se – and they make it to the SEC championship, then they have like at least a chance. So if you're going to value at twelve to one, I would just say go with that. But I think Ty was right. It's like if you're really looking at any value to win, you gotta go yeah. with Georgia. I mean, there's some sneaky value. This is gonna be no, off. but there's no, no value in the West. There is sneaky so. value in LSU. Just because it's so stupid. But hard. he has to go. They have to go to Bama. But this a, year. Yeah. a Tua injury. And just some weird stuff. It could happen. It could happen. And their line is so high that there may be some sneaky value, but I still think that it's not that plausible. We've seen stranger things in college football. Look, I really, really wanted to go with spicy boy picks and go with either LSU or Auburn. I was going back and forth, but at the end of the day, I, I just, I don't know if you can pick. I think, I think if you put. You know, sprinkle a little money on them. Go for it, sure. But if you're really trying to get value out of college, uh, you know, out of this pick, out of picks, it's Georgia. I think they're going to win the West. I think they're going to win the East. Um, and I think them as much of as any team, uh, probably in the SEC, without a doubt, uh, has the best chance of beating Bama head to head. You know, in in that SEC championship. Georgia does have a couple tough games. Most of them are at home. At, at home. They do have to go to Auburn. Um, but in general, I, I don't know. I think I think Georgia is going to get the job done and um, and uh, probably win this conference. Yeah, I think Georgia's your best value. You get Kirby Smart's recruiting class is starting to take over the whole like football team. Uh, th- that's a guy who's been recruiting number one recruiting classes and uh, plus two seventy five versus Alabama. I think I mean Georgia Alabama. It's probably going to be your your SEC championship, uh, and I, I think it's going to be another really good game. And uh, if it's a minus one sixty five Alabama, that's not value. I will say this one: if there was a value pick, I think there would be an interesting value in Alabama not making the SEC championship because it just feels like one of those years where something happens and Alabama trips up against an LSU or an Auburn. And, you know, they get scooted out and then end up making the playoff because, you know, they somehow lost the SEC West. The problem is I just I – can't, I can't pick LSU or Auburn because I don't know if I believe in either of them enough to pick them. No, I don't – I mean, I don't think the SEC is as deep as it's been in past years yeah. this year. Um, I was really, really hoping no one would say Texas A&M. Thank God. We've, we've uh, well, well we're not morons. Yes. Okay, so going on to Big 12 now. Or wait – Oh, we are shoot. going to take a little detour into oh, yeah. Bowden Blake's Crumbs Corner, as I but like to wait, call it. there's more. So we're going to go just a quick snapshot of all the random conferences that the guys don't want to cover. Please, I, so, so I, please I put opinions in here as well, because I do think that there's a lot of money in these conferences Thank as you. well. So I'll jump in here a little bit. Thank you. So uh, we're just going to start off with the Americans. So my easy one to go here is Memphis plus 300. As I've already outlined before, I think this team can go 11-1, 12-0 before the conference final, and they're basically going to have to meet Central Florida, and I think they're just as good, if not better, as them, so take some value there. Anybody else have anything? Yeah, I agree with the Memphis. Again, that that plus 300 is pretty tempting. 
You're gonna hate this. Houston plus six hundred might yeah. be tempting. Yeah, or there is there are so many bad. So like, uh, or sorry, so Houston, South Florida, Temple. Yeah, they're all like. We, besides that, they're all horrible. I like Eric King a lot, yeah. though. I think Houston could be a lot better team offensively to at least win the American. I told you why. Go just no. Had a bad lines. year last year. They had a bad ending. I just we, I just could see. Plus 600, not bad value. We've Go seen the value in mediocre Power 5 coaches moving to the group of five. They are superstars down there, more or less. And I, I really think that Houston could have some potential, but yeah. I don't think they're going to beat Memphis. So, or CS, Conference USA. Yep, so taking a little detour now to the Conference USA. So I got two bets here for you. So oh, no. for winners, just winner value... You got UNT plus three seventy five. That's hell of value. Yeah, they're like I think across the board we'll all agree. Mason Fine, very good quarterback. Their coach has been trying to be pushed away the past two seasons. He stayed. They have some continuity. They're actually a legitimately very like I think a very good non power five team. And Florida Atlantic is only getting that boost because of Lane Kiffin. So tremendous value there, and it was a better value. And I think people have been betting it because they recognize the value. But Texas State at plus 4,000, okay? I already bet my week one line of plus 34.5 against Texas A&M. I think they're going to cover easy. I think this team is going to become good eventually. I don't know if it's this year. They have a brand new coach, but it's worth a shot. It's worth wait, a shot. Texas State, wait, wait, Texas State is not on the odds. Or, or Conference USA. Wait. Texas State is not the Conference USA. Oh, crap. There's Sun Belt. Sun Belt. Sorry. Guys, we will get to that can, when it comes can you to just, the Sun Belt. Can you, just, can you just call up your Sun Belt champion so we can move Texas on? Yes, but also Arkansas it's State. Inevitable. very good oh, odds. So. He doesn't even know what conference oh, there is. I try. I have a lot of bets. Plus 10,000. Okay, that's right. Ty, Old Dominion plus ten thousand. Trust the monarchs. They got a brand new stadium. That's all I know about. Right? Them. Yeah. Okay, let's do rapid fire. Three. All right, rapid Mac, fire. Mac, Mac, Shin, baby, Ohio. <laughs> Take the Bobcats. All right, next Mountain West. Uh, Mountain West. So, ooh. Plus 1,800, Hawaii, on-island magic. That's guaranteed no. that they're going to win six they home always games. always lose on-island. No, Bobby, <laughs> believe on the on-island magic. Sunbelt. Sunbelt. So this is where we are. Wait, yes. So Arkansas State <laughs> and Texas State. Texas State's going to be good eventually. They're originally at plus 10,000, which I thought was a steal. Plus 4,000 now. Still a great value, forty to one. Could could win it, and I think a strong showing as we'll see against Week One against Texas A and M. Are you a big believer in Boko the Bobcat? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Will he finally graduate with his degree in party? Love we don't know. From Texas State for sure. All right, now for the big show, the Big Twelve champion, uh, best odds and uh, prediction. Uh, let's go with. Um, who hasn't started in a while? I went first last time. You went, you went first last time. Jamison, you go. Uh, Jamison I mean, started. I don't think Jamison ever started. Blake, you start then. Okay. I think value. this... Value. Oh, value. I think value and win. Value and Oh, no. This is going to be the Horn Frogs year. Oh, it's the oh Gar- Wait. It's the Gary Patterson down year, which people don't realize. When they're the most doubted... We play our best ball. Look, we don't have a quarterback right now. There's about it's a five. It's an unprecedented five quarterback. Time race. Out. What do you mean we? You go to Baylor. 
I go to, or I went to TCU, and I, this is this is see this is why I'm more objective on the point of Big Twelve football You're since I went we. to TCU. So, like, y'all have only gone to one Big 12 school. I've gone to two. So, it's like I'm a more objective opinion because I'm being less of a homer right Mike now. Mike has been to 20% of the Big 12 schools. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but, look, okay, TCU has these random years, and it happened my freshman year, where I was oh, booing the crap out of Trayvon Boykin running out of the tunnel that he was named starting quarterback. I hated the pick, but for some reason it worked. And this could be our random year, whether it's Justin Robinson, Max Duggar, uh, Alex Delton, what? West Virginia has better odds than TCU. Yeah, okay. That's, 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 that's the record show. <laughs> How does that happen? I Sorry to interrupt. Keep going. That, yeah, that makes no sense. That's a but lot of stock drop foot. Tell, tell us more about the drop foot guy. Drop foot Justin Rogers. Hey, originally a four to five star guy, borderline on both. Very good in high school, but he's been injured for the past two and a half years, which might be an issue, but there's so many cooks in the kitchen that one might work out. So I'm going the Gary Patterson defense you know is going to show up like they always do, and we just need one quarterback to work. And it show, and if one works, we will be an elite team that I think – can contend for the Big 12 title um, this year. I'd like to, I would like to apologize to the audience for who, who probably just listened to Blake Lissett talk for like four minutes straight. Well, they're okay. I'm trying to give all y'all's... You'll hear so much about OU this year. I gotta get mine. Because they dude. always win the Big 12. Yes, yeah. They, like, it's OU. Minus I don't know about OU is a best, best value. Yes, best value winner. Always, Science always delivered. Every Okay, y'all keep on. I don't... For best value... Texas plus three hundred. No, I'm no. Te- I I don't know. I just I think there's more value than the OU line. There. Remember when? Uh, uh, I don't think they're gonna win it, but I think it's the best value. I'm just saying to the OU guys. Remember when Jalen Hurts got benched? It um, by the guy who's a favorite to win the Heisman this yeah, year. Yeah, because he. But that doesn't mean anything. It was because Jalen Hurts sucked. Jaylen it was Hurts his job to lose, and he lost it. He has in more the biggest national moment. championships than Baylor and TCU. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Are you trying to talk crap on Jalen Hurts and you got dirty Alex Delton? You don't know who your quarterback's going to be. You have a five-man quarterback race. Would you rather, okay, think about this. OU has a quarterback race, too. Thank you very much. OU has one dart at the dartboard. It could hit bullseye, but it could hit elsewhere. TCU has five darts that they can throw at it. I would argue that it it could possibly hit bullseye. You can only throw one. That's right, one at a time. And we so. So you think Alex Delton can win the Heisman? I'm not saying. Jameson, let me ask you this. I think our, our three quarterbacks are better than all five of their quarterbacks. Wait, are you no. saying, like, like Blake are you just said, a guy couldn't even walk straight. And he's in we don't know about his injury stats right now. He could be fine now. Are you saying that he's going to run so weird? He's a dual like threat. Five quarterback wildcat thing where you just don't know where it's going to get snapped. Yeah, we like this could be. The dude was a dual threat quarterback and now he can't run. And you think that he can be a dart for you? <laughs> yes. But yes. that dude. That, what? You know what they say, too many cooks will make a very, very good broth. 
I, uh, or uh, as I refer back to my darts analogy, this means we just have more shots of hitting a great one. That's so. not how that works. Though. The most important, see, TCU did it right. The most important position in college football is quarterback. We have five scholarship guys on our roster, okay? Right. One of them is bound to be good, Sorry. and you just have to give those guys the option. Right, one, yeah, one last thing. This dude, this dude just preached about how we're homers, then just preached for the longest time about how I've been, As I said, I'm the most unbiased person on this podcast said, because I've been to two big 12 schools. Two big 12 schools. All right, all right. He's having a five-person quarterback race with why they win. You didn't see me on my high horse about Baylor over here. It's because I'm a rational, objective, big okay. viewer. Okay, okay. Oh All right, so I'll just... Okay, Jameson, you, you go ahead. Oh, you best oh, value. You, oh, you oh. Num- times two. Easy. Okay, Ty, you go. You For said value. You said value Texas? I threw Texas to stir the pot, but Blake's already doing it enough, so... <laughs> yeah, okay, so I'm going to go best value Iowa State. I um, you just said I'm using for the national championship. I said best value. I'm going with. I think. I think they're at plus. Uh, plus one fifty. I think they're they're good enough. Okay, Bobby. Y'all failed to realize what best value means. Plus one, plus eight hundred. These are old statistics. How is that a plus? You're looking at them right now. Was, no, no. On on my phone. On my phone. Old statistics. I would say. How is I would say plus one fifty at any point. They're they're plus, plus one. They're, they're, no, no, they're plus. They're plus. They're plus one thousand and fifty. Uh, I missed a zero in so my what, mind. No, nobody's ever posted one thousand and fifty odds, I, Bobby. Yes, they did. I swear to God, I saw maybe one thousand five hundred. No, I saw. 1, I saw one one thousand and fifty. It was the weirdest line. <laughs> Trust me. You can't look up. You can't look up. Not in all of these. There's no. Bobby has like. I thank goodness for uh, Jameson for bringing out the computer because Bobby was posting some bogus over unders earlier okay, well, to inflate his win statistics. I was not. Which what is a heinous crime. Yes, we're like Oklahoma State. Over three and a half wins. <laughs> this is gonna be. This is gonna be an easy win. Like okay, oh, wait, okay, okay. seven point five. All right. So, anyways, Iowa State plus eight hundred. I think that's good odds to get to the championship game. I think they can definitely get there. Uh, they got Texas in. They got Texas in Ames. I think that's a huge trap for Texas. Uh, Tom Herman loses games like that. He he did at Houston, and he has uh, certainly shown that at, at Texas as well. Um, so. I, I think the Cyclones at plus eight hundred, not the worst mm-hmm. odds in the year in the world. Uh, Baylor plus eighteen hundred, that's not awful either. Um, but yeah, no, my pick's OU. It's OU. Dude. It's wild. I will just say this is somebody that goes to Baylor. Corey Brewer is like the most overrated quarterback in the Big Twelve right now. People are just hyping the crap out of him because he had a decent bowl game, but I saw him against TCU when they were in Waco last year and it was like a 17-6 to final score. Corey Brewer, all he does is he runs around in the pocket and can't find anybody that's open and runs out of bounds for one yard. Everyone's so. hyped on Baylor because they beat like Vanderbilt in the... Uh, in their bowl game, yeah, in yeah. like a just like a complete like horse race of a game that had like no sense, and that was a Vandy offense that just Can, I, not to bring this up, <laughs> but after look, we just watched the Cheez It Bowl, and you think that team can win the championship, dude? That was a ultimate defensive showing, okay? <laughs> and if that shows you anything, it just shows the eliteness of Gary Patter's defense. To force turnovers against a formidable opponent. So, so why didn't you pick the right. TCU over? 
What? Why didn't you pick the TCU over then? Or yeah, I was going, why didn't you pick the TCU over? I, because the TCU over, it's good, but I go with the crumbs. The crumbs are the easy pickings <laughs> that I was trying to tell the viewers about, so Bobby cut my segment. I so didn't cut your segment. Bobby turned me off in the middle of the segment, so... <laughs> they will literally hear me not cut you. <laughs> Anyways, but, I think that's it. I think we've covered all, all we need to cover, so... Um, yeah, that's... Uh, more. Anymore. That we I think we I think we hit everything. Um This is a great yeah, pod. This was a very good pod. Got a little contentious, a little wild there, kinda got ever Yeah, I just we all the gambling pods get a little heated. Oh yeah. This one probably might be our most heated pod yet. Uh drop the dang thunder pod the, already. The thunder, pod, <laughs> the thunder pod will be lit, uh, available on all platforms at this point. But anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We are so excited to start this season. As you can tell, we are. This has been the most brutal wait, I think, honestly. And on, this last stretch is always the worst. As you can tell, we were just we're like caged animals at this point. We're, we're lashing out with hot takes about about quarterbacks, a five quarterback system. And so honestly, <laughs> we we are excited to get this season started. Get to talking about actual football with you. Um, so. If you like what you heard here, uh, hit us up with a subscribe to listen to me, Jameson, and Ty uh, for the full season. Uh, and I'll be back on probably oh, TC yeah. Baylor. Blake will, TC Blake, and Baylor. Yeah, Blake will, Blake will creep on for a couple pods. Uh, be, um, you know, you can fo- follow him at, at Boaten Blake uh, for all of your gambling news every Saturday. He uh, brings out usually some good takes. So uh, definitely hit him up with that follow. Uh, he's got good stuff. Always good stuff. Um, so, yeah. Subscribe to the pod. Leave us a five-star review. If you like off-topic stuff, Thunder stuff, um, <laughs> if you like old Russell Westbrook podcast, hey, hit up uh, hit up Off the Wagon, our sister podcast, uh, available wherever podcasts are found, just like us. So give us five-star reviews on both. We are five-star men. And, yeah, that's all I have to say. Boys, anything you want to say before we go? USC plus 900. Oh, my goodness. Ty is, Ty is crying. Ty is, uh, well, Ty, my eyes messed up. Ty, 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 I actually am crying. I, there are tears coming out of my left I, eye. I, I know my, my I know my, my outro is that beautiful. It's okay. I, I get that. It was the second anchor ad that really got me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Blake, anything you want to say before you hit the salty seas back home to Waco? The money is in the crumbs. Remember that. You heard it here, folks. Check your crumbs. All right. From... <laughs> <laughs> For me, Ty, Jameson, and uh, Boaten Blake, uh, we will see you next time when we will be talking our Big 12 predictions more in depth on the teams. Uh, so long, Boomer Sooner, and uh, happy sailing. Money, 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 money